Hello, Smirkheads. I am Ben Gilman, and welcome to Smirk Mode, a Red Dwarf podcast where we discuss episode by episode the cult sci-fi comedy classic. I'm joined, as always, by Tom Hill. Hey. And Troy Salmon. What's up, guys? Today, we'll be discussing Series 1, Episode 5, Confidence and Paranoia. Smug Mode is now engaged. Oh, yeah. So, the basic point of this um, episode is... Uh, basically, uh, because we're, we're going back to the Christine Kachansky hologram discs from a couple of episodes back. They've brought that point back. And Lister's been snooping around trying to find them. You know, this leads into the finale, but we'll get to that at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not been decamp- decontaminated like Rimmer promised. He forgot. So Rimmer, um, Lister falls sick and starts hallucinating. And due to his weakened state, um, two uh, men turn up that symbolize a part of his personality, confidence, um, who's basically Elvis Presley, let's be fucking honest, and paranoia. <laughs> and Rimmer has to try and persuade Lister to get rid of both of them so that he feels better, basically. Yeah. So what do you guys think of this then? Well, um, I think we need to backtrack ever so slightly with the story. What it is, is Lister goes up to look at the dream diary of mm. Christine Kachansky in her quarters. Yeah. And he thinks that Rimmer has decontaminated it, but it was number 14 after learn Portuguese or something, and he hadn't got round to it, in yeah. memory. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then he says, he thinks that he's got a touch of pneumonia, but Rimmer says to him, it's going to be mutated. And he, in the first conversation before he gets ill, he says, she could have said, yes, stranger things have happened. And Rimmer says, only two come to mind. The spontaneous combustion of the mayor of Warsaw and that incident when it rained fish. And then, when, Rimmer, when, when Lister goes to sleep with the pneumonia, he actually then dreams about the things Rimmer has mentioned. So a guy walks down the corridor and explodes in front of Rimmer. And, yeah, there's a whole load of fish that get eaten by a cat that <laughs> fall from the sky, yeah. <laughs> So basically, um, as Rimmer describes it, his dreams were solid. Yeah, they've manifested in reality. Yeah, and sure, then, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to rain any parade. I just think you need that. Yeah, I appreciate that. To lead into the this paranoia thing, because also Lister describes the fact that he always wanted to ask Chansky out, and he had this theory that there's two parts of your personality: your confidence and your paranoia. And yeah. your confidence tells you you're great, you're sexy, everybody loves you. And then just as he was about to ask her out, he'd go on a holiday or something. Yeah, <laughs> took a vacation. Would be, <laughs> paranoid with you, they go, you, you must be joking. She's going to laugh in her face. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. But then the rest of the episode is kind of focused in on the characters of confidence and paranoia coming yeah. to life. I watched this and confidence is definitely fucking Elvis Presley. Well, he's supposed to be uh, the... The newscaster from one of the channels or something. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah I know he's character. So someone from Casino, what's he looks like? Seriously, Elvis, I've had 50 Big Macs error. I'm about to die on the toilet. Elvis Presley. I mean, he, it's, um, he's fat. He's not fat. He's not fat. He's not fat. Nah. No, I said he's fun. 
Listen. He's fun, yeah. Sorry, I thought you said fat. My apologies. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting episode. The idea that... I mean, the big, the biggest interesting thing is, is that Lister is portrayed as being a bit thick and a bit slobbish, but actually he's not that stupid. He just doesn't want to try. And that yeah. whole thing about confidence, him and confidence just talking about where Rimmer would have put the discs. It's just somebody there saying to him, you know this, you've got this, and him actually thinking it through, because he's convinced himself he'll never work out where it is. Yeah. And it's just quite interesting to see that actually, when this guy believes in himself, he can get the better of Rimmer fairly easily. Yeah. I mean, but the... all thinks he can get the better of Rimmer, because as you find out at the end of the episode, he sure as hell doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> The great thing is, though, there's like an interesting change in the relationship for most of this episode between the two. Because for the first time, Rimmer's teaming up with trying to get Lister to see how much danger he's in. Yeah, he's actually he actually cares about. Well, he he cares about Lister in terms of he doesn't want him to be ill, but he also once confidence starts helping Lister to really be good at things, he's worried about that at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot to talk about, so we're just going to get on with it. Yeah, yeah. I have a question for you first. Mischievous stuff now. We'll get back to this stuff in a minute. Then, in the medical bay, I have a question. Cool. What are the coloured discs in the background? You know, there's a, there's a screen, and then there's these coloured discs always popping out the wall in the back of the medi. It's where they took the exams as well. And in the medical unit, in the medical bay, there's big bulging coloured discs in the back. I've always wondered what they are. Not a clue. Yeah, don't know. It's that the ladder fixation. It's most probably not important. Right, forget that. Um, again, <laughs> Lit has beer milkshake, scuttles. Ah, yes, yeah, sk- uh, scutlet, scutters. My one of my favourite bits is where Rimmer's trying to get the scutters, one of the scutters, to stab paranoia with a, with a syringe. <laughs> Stab him, stab him. Stab him, stab him. Stab him, stab him. No, even my mum was laughing at that. I mean, my mum was cracking me up. I was dying. Oh, my God. Stab him, stab him. Oh, no, just names go stab him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I find Rima and Paranoia are friends at one point. They agree that Lister is a piece of trash. It's quite yeah. funny. Yes. It doesn't last long. Um... Oh, yeah, and we're beginning to see Rimmer practicing his salute a lot. This is the first time we probably see him with variants of silliness. Oh, I was dying. When he did that, I was cracking up so much. It's nowhere near season eight to Captain Hollister, but we'll get there one day. <laughs> the different variants of his hand is the But Chris Barry, obviously, season eight, he's cracking it out on season eight. But here <laughs> you start to see the variants. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, was this the one where he was where, um, where Holly was um doing his teeth and that and shaving him? Yes. And this one. <laughs> he was doing it. That was funny. You know, doing the little nose movements, little mouth. I was dying, bro. He's too good. He's too good. Exactly. Um, and Cat's the worst hospital friend ever. He brings gifts of fruit that he's eaten, empty orange peels and uh, grape. Vines that I've been eating. Cat oh, well. <laughs> streak intact still. Is, isn't this the one where Cat walks around with a megaphone shouting, Attention, lady, attention, lady cats, good loving, leading bad, and stuff like that? Because yeah, Rimmer, because yeah. Lister's 
he pulls over in the corridor and he just says to him, if I wasn't your friend, I would steal your shoes. <laughs> Lovely guy. And, and he, he just leaves him. Marengo, he yeah. leaves him. He just straight up. Season one cat is not an easy guy to like. Yeah, he is. He is the savage. Like literally, when when he's in the mess hall, when he's like, "Hey, we need to help help Lister," he's like, "Yeah, I'm coming." And he gets up and sits back down. Like, Get off, he <laughs> <laughs> you know, five times. This is the cats episode a lot though, because there's a great bit where Rimmer's talking to him, but every time there's a question, uh, the cat just wants to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, because he's asking Lister questions and Cat's answering the questions. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I quite so like good. I quite like the bit at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, where Holly asks Lister to delete all of the books of Agatha Christie from his memory because oh, he's been reading every book yeah. ever written. And the yeah. worst book ever is Football. It's a funny old game by Kevin Keegan. Oh, that that, that was deep. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. And then there's yeah. that great bit where um, he does it and then he's like, well, I've deleted that. And he's like, who's that for Christie? And he's like, he goes back and forth and then like, yeah. you ask me to delete them whole. Why would I do that? It's just... Yeah. And then he, then he goes, I'm going to get out of here. It's going to be picky going on and on and on. <laughs> what a but there's also, there's also there's also a bit later where um, Rimmer, I think Rimmer says, "What's happening, Holly?" He says, "Well, Hercule Poirot's just stepped off the steaming train." In your my opinion, they all did it. So, <laughs> Loved it. Stuff like that is great little nods to like Murder on the Orient Express and all that. Yeah. Kind of stuff. it's good. I love it. I mean, paranoia. I'd be honest with you, and this is um, um, not really. It's almost a non-entity. It's about confidence. He's got some fantastic lines. Yeah. Um, what is it? Like, in, sp- in space, they can hear you. Cha-cha-cha. Yeah. <laughs> Where's paranoia? I don't know. Is it somewhere near Uruguay? Is another stunner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah then, you, then you discover that he actually murdered paranoia, which is kind of... Yeah. It's kind, it's kind, of, it's kind of a sick twist. <laughs> Yeah, just flipping kill And the way he's trying to like, yeah, let me just take your helmet off. Oxygen's for losers. It's like... Oh, yeah, I was like, what the hell? just blows up. Yeah. Which is quite a cool way to get rid of the character. Yeah, that effect, that was a nice effect. I like that. Well, apparently this... Um, Craig Charles were quite badly injured. Oh, wow. When they exploded the thing, he I think he damaged his ribs or something. It does well, just like he gets smacked on the filming. It does look like he's hit something. Yeah, no, they they did it a few times. He only got hit once, but that's the one they actually ended up using because it was the the best one. Yeah, more realistic. Yeah, but Craig Charles, I think, was quite badly hurt. Mm. But um, interestingly, this was actually supposed to be the final episode of season one when they originally filmed it. Because, like I said, uh, the original episode two, which was obviously Future Echoes, was going to be something completely different. Yeah, and then um, yeah. So this when when they had the electrical strike and they had longer to think about it, they went, you know what? Let's get rid of the episode called Body Snatchers, and put this one here. And then, obviously, with what happens at the end of this episode, they can then tail that into the next one because originally Body Snatchers 
was where Lister managed to get hold of his hologram and the two of them hated it. Him and his own hologram hated each other. Yeah. It was supposed to be the story. And then yeah. they when they sat and thought about it, they went, you know what, it'd be really funny if it was actually Rimmer and another hologram of Rimmer because yeah. they really would wind each other up. It works better, yeah, it works so much better. Yeah, because yeah. Lister's quite a laid-back guy, so why would he get that stressed with... Can, can, I, yeah. can I destroy you for a second and blow your minds up? Like, destroy yeah. your minds. The, the people that play Confidence and Paranoia, uh, Craig Ferguson and Lee Combs were originally the two, the two people that were meant to be Lister and Rimmer. They auditioned and got very close, apparently, to being yeah, in. Yeah, that's right. That's, ah. <laughs> I think that's quite cool that they came back and did. Look. I wouldn't want to do it. I'd be like, nah. You don't want me in your main thing? Piss off. Yeah. But that's why you're not famous or rich like Craig Ferguson, so, you know. We're <laughs> <laughs> done with the jabs, yo. The uppercuts are you. I just kicked the shit out of both of you, yeah. Um... <laughs> oh, no, anyway, I've gone deaf. I can't hear anything he says now. So, um, <laughs> there's a good, there's a lot of stuff though. Um, what else? Um, we haven't actually discussed what happens at the end of the episode yet. Yeah, yeah. Get to that. I'm building to that. I've got okay, a few fair more. enough. Oh, before you go there, before you get there, there's another alien tagline as well. Like you said before, in space, no one can hear you cha cha cha. Cha cha cha. Cha cha cha. Alien tagline. I have a correction from last week. I said the cat says, maybe tomorrow I'll find something to have sex with. That's this episode, not yeah, last week. XCX, I really want it, yeah. 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 Whoops. Sorry, that people. First mistake. Um, so basically, um, there is a great bit with Holly who goes, emergency, there's an emergency going on. It's still going on in that <laughs> deadpan <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I loved my wife with this one. It was like, love is what, the Lister says, love is what makes us different from animals. And Rimmer just says, no, Lister, what makes us different from animals is that we don't use our tongues to clean our own genitals. Yeah. Oh, this is the one with the love celibate thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Really funny, man. But for some reason, Holly has a problem with the postman, uh, post office, in the opening credits. Bit weird. Why would you ever go to postman? I think the idea is that it's a job that you don't have to have a huge amount of IQ points to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, okay. that's how I always read it. <laughs> yeah, that's our fault. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, and then Rimmer describes love as a device invented by bank managers to make us overdrawn. That is yeah. how I feel about Valentine's Day, to be fair. For the wallet, because you're talking about the wallet, <laughs> getting money. Well, yeah. I mean, I always believe you should always tell whoever you love. It is, though. It is. It's a money grab. It is. Yeah. Me and my wife don't do it, man. Valentine's Day is like the most. BS day ever for me. But yeah, uh, there is one more thing before we get into the finale that I want to talk about. It's the cat and his atrocious table manners. Um, obviously, the cat let, let him drop in the corridor earlier. And Rimmer comes into the kit canteen and cat is playing with his food. Yeah, now, I would like to point out there is one thing Danny Joel uh, Lewis does here. Um, the cat does, which is quite disgusting. Chicken definitely goes on the floor. 
He picks it back up and he clearly eats it and swallows that chicken. That five, is... five second rule, man. What's your point? <laughs> wow. Five second rule, Tom. Old school with it, yeah. I'll see you. <laughs> that doesn't exist, by the way. Um, oh, God. It's horrible. It's made me go, oof. When you you know, I know about chicken. <laughs> I'm going to eat your little chicky, you know, like that. That's quite funny. And he does the potatoes thing and stares at Rimmer as he leaves. But do you think, like, Rimmer, the, the only reason Rimmer wants to help Lister is because Paranoia would, is trying to help Lister take over the ship, well, right? No, That's the only reason. At that point, you haven't, you haven't seen Paranoia in confidence yet. No, yeah, you haven't seen him until later. No, but do you think Rimmer actually cares at this point? That's my um, point. I think so, yeah. I mean, I think Rimmer is quite selfish because if anything were to happen to Lister, then why would Holly keep him on? He'd be turned off. Exactly. That's, so the, that's, the, that's the problem, does, yeah, because if he goes, he's, yeah. This is his ticket to existence, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he needs him. Game over. If he goes, it's game over for him. Because how likely is it that Holly will pick him out of all the people he could pick? Holly's picked Rimmer for a reason for Lister, but if Lister's gone, it, then Holly's going to pick a number of other people to be the hologram that he has to talk to all the time. Yeah, he could. You would choose anyone other than Rimmer. <laughs> anyone else but him. Mr. Rim Job himself. <laughs> oh, God. Mr. Rim. Oh, I'm literally insane. Arnold Judas Rimmer. <laughs> Jay in it. Okay, so, but at the end, so they obviously, Lister goes outside because him and Paranoia, no, him and Confidence figure out where the hologram discs are. Because it's somewhere he would want to stick it to Lister. It's outside their bunk windows. So yeah. obviously, Lister realizes that um, Confidence is uh, trying to kill him as well. Well, no, he's not trying to kill him. He's just a psycho. He's yeah, a psycho, but he accidentally tries to get him killed by encouraging him to take his helmet off. Um, and obviously that explosion happens, which is where Craig Charles got injured, she said. And he gets the disc, finally puts it in, and we find out instead of Kachansky, as Tom alluded to earlier, it's two Rimmers. Yeah, because Rim- Rimmer says to him, that disc will bring you nothing but pain before he puts it on. I just want you to remember <laughs> I said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And all it did. <laughs> yeah. You it thought you had it really... before, now you've got it in stereo, baby. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. That ending was epic. Yeah. And it's a, br- it's a brilliant thing and it's a great cliffhanger to bring people in for your finale as well. Yeah. Was grand, grand. If people are going to want to know what the hell happened when you give them that at the end of the second to last episode, they're going to want to know what happens next. <laughs> Double rimmer. So, yeah. also, Lister's shirt is really awful. I know, I know it's 1988, but dear God, like you could colour blind a child with that. Yikes. What, the red one? Yeah. 
No, it's just horrendous, multicolored. Oh, that one, yeah. It's like he murdered the Power Rangers and decided, you know what, I'm just going to take all your colors of your shirt and put it together. Murdered the Power Rangers. <laughs> he wanted to be all of them, including the pink and yellow one. Oh my god! Watching these older shows sometimes is really fun to watch the design. Like for example, Chris Barry's a nice trim young man. He's got a, he's pregnant now in the new ones, but my god, like back in the day, they're all young lads, aren't they? They've all got a bit. Yeah. To be fair, they were in their mid twenties. They're now all in their fifties or sixties. So well, that age, I'm. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while for them. Seriously, I will not be like them when I am their age. Anyway, um, but I have a problem with next week's episode, but we'll get into it. Okay. I have a very big problem with the two rumors. Okay. But we'll get uh, into that. Well, okay. I will wait with bated breath. Exactly. I will wait. Okay. Drop dead. We need you to pull me back on side if it all goes wrong next week. Um, right. So that's goodbye for me. It's goodbye for me. Goodbye from me. And next week we do me too. Uh, episode six of season one. So fuck off, you smagheads. <laughs> <laughs>